Behind the crown, gown, and makeup, incredible women are working to change the world. Through service, style, success, and scholarship. Join me, Madeline, as I sit down with title holders across the Miss America organization to talk about what life is really like behind the crown. It's the Four Points Podcast. Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Miss America organization and the title holders who make it extra special. And I am joined by a super, super extra special guest today, our brand new Miss Indiana South 2023, Catherine Silver. Hi, Catherine. Hello. I'm just going to call you Kat for the rest of okay. this. I hope you're okay with yes, that. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So Catherine, oh, I literally went back to calling you Catherine, but I, I'm so excited that you finally have a title and you get to sit down with me and we get to do this thing together. Um, for those of you who don't know, me and Catherine have known each other for a very, very, very long time. Very. <laughs> and even though we kind of went our separate ways past high school, it's great that our paths have crossed and met again, mm -hmm. um, just in a completely different capacity. But before we get into that, Catherine, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yes, so I'm Catherine Selmer. I'm a senior at IUPUI studying psychology. So I'm almost done. I'm very excited. Um, and in the fall, I will be starting a master's program in social work with a focus in mental health social work and eventually go on to become an eating disorder therapist. So nice. I'm really excited for this path. Um, still have a lot more schooling ahead yeah. of me, but <laughs> I just can't wait to really be out in the field and start helping people more. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about um, what led you to IUPUI and what programs at the school have you been a part of in your tenure? So... I originally did not consider IUPUI at all, and that is because my older brother went there. Mm -hmm. And I've just always been known as Jordan's little sister, so I wanted to have a name for myself. <laughs> but after I toured there, I absolutely fell in love. I mean, both of us come from such small towns where, yeah. you know, like the city is just the not city there. Is, it's like there, but like you're outside of it. So yeah. You're kind of outside looking in. Mm -hmm. but yeah. Exactly. So it's just nice to be in the city for a change. Um, and since I've been here, I was a part of FIMU sorority for two years. And then I'm now on the exec board of Women for Change at IUPUI. Wonderful, wonderful. And a little bit of kind of what you're doing now kind of trails back to your career as a dancer mm -hmm. previously. So tell me a little bit about um, your just history and how you grew up through dance. Yeah, so I started out when I was really little at Weber's because that's where my mom went and she wanted me to start dancing there as well um, and eventually I went to Rainbow Dance Academy where I met Madeline yes, and we does. became friends. I started out doing recreational dance and then eventually went on to do competitive dance and then I ended up attending New Albany High School for my first year of high school and I was on Bulldogs there mm -hmm. and then I did decide to retire at that point and I switched to Assumption High School in Louisville and then recently, once I became more involved with the Miss America organization, I actually did a jazzercise routine for my talent. <laughs> it was so, it was literally so iconic, guys. I can't, because I just remember the level up, level up, and Catherine doing her little thing, because you're a jazzercise Yes, I, I am. And I need you to talk more about that, because that's so fun. Oh, I absolutely love it. So I started my certification as soon as I could, <laughs> because I... As soon as I stopped dancing, 
I realized I really missed that community mm-hmm. and just being able to work out and have fun with a group of people. Yeah. And my mom's best friend from high school actually owns the Floyd County Jazzercise. So shout out Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so she let me take classes there. And so as soon as I was 18, it was during COVID, I started doing my certification and it's just been so much fun. I'm not doing it as much right now, just with mm-hmm. my busy school schedule, but all of the ladies that I meet, one of them made me, like they knitted me a hat for my birthday. Like they are so sweet. And I just love getting to be a part of people's lives in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And you have a very charismatic personality. I mean, like I know you're very timid when people first meet you, but you have yes. such a big and a loving personality. And I go back to that TikTok we made like two weeks ago at Collegiate Indie where everyone was like <laughs> pulling up the dirt on each other and Catherine's like I'm passing the phone to the most nice, amazing person in the whole world, and the rest of us are just, like, crapping on each other. But it's so funny because, like, that's so you. You're such, like, a positive person, which is why I'm so glad you're in this organization now. But kind of talk about your journey, where it started, Mm -hmm. kind of how it went up until this point, and obviously how you got here. Yeah. So I did my first Miss America organization pageant when I was 12 years old. I did the Harvest Homecoming Preteen. Um, so that's what really started my journey. But I, a lot of people say you catch the pageant bug, and I did not immediately. I was, I did one, and I was done. That, I was the same. We did yeah. that same one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it, the same one. <laughs> but then, I don't know. I kind of, this was my second year in college, and I had just been following a lot of people's journeys to mm-hmm. Miss Indiana. And I just really needed an extra nudge. I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know if I could. Mm -hmm. And a few days later, I actually saw a Facebook ad for Miss Collegiate Indy. And I saw the dates, and I was like, I'm not doing anything. Might as well. So (laughs) definitely after that, I caught the pageant bug. And I competed in 13 locals before winning the title of Miss Indiana South. So, yeah. Yeah, and tell everyone the story about the Miss Indiana South discovery because, guys, it's it's actually wild. Like, it's so insane. But I'm going to let you tell it because it's, I mean, it's your story. It was very wild. So um, I competed in Miss Southern Indiana. And I just truly felt like I gave my all that day. Like, my interview. very good. It was definitely my best, like, overall. And I just felt very good about my interview, especially. I 100% agree. Mm Because I even told you when I told you afterwards, I was like, That was one of your strongest showings. And again, I told you, I was like, don't let it affect you. Mm -hmm. But like, I thought you did really really good today. But continue. So it was really hard after not placing or not winning a title because I knew that I had done my best out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, okay, you know, we'll just go on to the next one. It's fine. So then I get a call at like 1030 at night. And it was from Erin Schrager. I didn't have her number saved. So I didn't. Like, her name didn't pop up, except it said, maybe, Erin Strager, which was really odd, because I've never texted her before. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I guess I'll answer this kind of weird. And she was like, hey, so there was a glitch in the scoring, and your name just got removed. But you won a title. And I was like, what? I literally, (laughs) I apologized to her afterwards, because I was just, like, screaming and sobbing and crying. And there was a picture or something of you that (laughs) your friend took that you put on Instagram, and I literally was dead, because (laughs) you were, like, in the couch on a hoodie, like, Sylvester's, (laughs) like, in the background, your cat, and you're just, like, oh, yeah, it's just, I 
did not expect to win a title that way. So it was just very unconventional. But at that moment, I just knew that all my hard work paid off because I have spent so much time and effort into this. So I'm, you know, it's different than what I had imagined, but I'm still so grateful (laughs) for the way that they've handled this situation. Yeah, and I think that, you know, because you did – was it did you tie with the girl who won southern indiana yes yeah so instead of going back and like rescoring the two of you or having what is what's her name again emma Emma, having emma like take her title and give it to you i'm so glad that they found a solution in which you both were able to go because when you have a tie like that it stinks to have to pick between two girls yeah and i mean i was there and i watched you both and me meta or me shaley and chloe were all there and we were all three like we can't believe Catherine didn't place, but the girls who won were so incredible. Yeah, what yeah. happened? Um, but you did get a crowning moment. Yes, Talk I a did. Bit about that. I wasn't able to be there, and I was so mad. I was here being a board op, and I missed it. So I want to hear about all of that from your perspective. Mm-hmm. So it was at Miss Kiwanis Balloon Fest the following Saturday, and I was crowned by Miss Indiana Elizabeth. <laughs> And I told myself on the car ride there, I was like, I'm not going to cry. I already know that I won the title. Like, they're just, they're going to crown me and it'll be okay. I started bawling my eyes out again. No, it's okay because <laughs> if you don't ball your eyes out, did you really have a crown? Yeah, you? exactly. Like, it it was just. you didn't cry. Yeah. <laughs> I just got that feeling all over again. It's like, I did it. Finally. Yeah. Like, my hard work paid off. So it was amazing. And I had a lot of family and friends there to support me, which really meant a lot. Yeah, and we don't have a sash yet, but you, do you want to tell everyone <laughs> about the quote-unquote sash you've been carrying around yes. for the last what, like week or two now? Yeah, so <laughs> I was going to Miss Collegiate Indy, and I show up at Chloe Klein's house, Miss Collegiate North, because she was going to drive us, and she was like, hey, I have a gift for you. <laughs> I had no clue what it was going to be, <laughs> but she pulls out this sash that she made for me because I don't have a sash yet, and it has a Princess Jasmine pin, and it's just absolutely beautiful, and <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me so happy that she thought about me, so it's very I love funny. you, Chloe. <laughs> it's like a thick ribbon, Yeah. and she took like, is it, was it a paint pin? I think, I think she said so. A pen, yeah. And it says Miss Indiana South, but she even wrote like the Miss America <laughs> thing that's at the top. Yeah. And then the year at the bottom. Like she really, very really detailed. This through. But it makes me giggle because when I first saw it, I was like, you're joking. <laughs> no way you just walked in here with a ribbon pinned together by Princess Jasmine. But I digress. It's, I mean, it's, it's official. Like, yes. You, I mean, like, if the crown wasn't enough, the ribbon sash really, really does it for me. Definitely. But it's official, and it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I'm a little spiteful because I wanted to be the one to crown you, but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm just so glad that you're actually going to state this year because I me could too. not have done it without you this year. Like, mm-hmm. last year, I was like, there are some of my friends who I really wish would have won and could have been here to experience yeah. this year. Especially and my friend Natalie as well, who yeah. we both know. I was mm-hmm. like, I want them here so bad. We've got one of you here yes. this year. We're really crossing our fingers that yes. Natalie joins us. But again, I just cannot overstate how proud I am, how excited I am, and how sorry I am that I was not there <laughs> for your crowding. But it's okay. I'll make it up t- someday. Someday it'll be made up to you. <laughs> we can discuss that off the air, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we get right back, we're going to start talking about style and service. 
Welcome back to the Four Points Podcast. Again, I am joined by Miss Indiana South, Catherine Selmer today. And Catherine, we're going to start talking about your style. But before we dive deep into you and what you like to do and what you like to wear, let's kind of talk about the direction that Miss America is moving. So I talked about this a little bit with Chloe, but they just kind of announced some big changes that are changing mm-hmm. um, some phases of competition that are changing kind of the organization as a whole. It's repositioning, which is very exciting, and that can bring a lot of great things but it can also bring a little bit of worries. Um, So when you look at the misconceptions that surround pageantry, kind of how would you break them down for me? I think definitely, as I talked about earlier, I just could never see myself as a pageant queen Mm -hmm. because I didn't have a certain look. But it's truly embraced, like, the diversity especially in the Miss Indiana organization, just like everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. It does not matter your body size, anything. And I just, I truly love that because I feel like it aligns a lot with my service initiative. Absolutely. And with these changes in Miss America, and we'll talk a little bit more about it once we get to your service initiative, but what was that initial reaction to hearing that social impact pitch was going to be replaced with a new reimagined version of fitness? Mm -hmm. I was upset at first because I love doing my social impact mm-hmm. pitch. I feel like it's really an opportunity for the audience to get to know more about my work and what I do to help people who have the same struggles that I do. Um, I think that the fitness portion, it's definitely going to be an opportunity for people to show off their confidence. And yes. I think that's amazing. And I do hope that the scoring aligns with how confident someone seems on stage mm-hmm. rather than their body size. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I was a big fan of SIP. It was mm-hmm. always so fun. Yeah. Um, and I was a little apprehensive as well. But we'll, again, we'll dive into that a little bit more later. But let's talk about your style personally. So what if you had three words to describe the type of style of a human being that you are, what would they be? Um, number one, empathetic, mm-hmm. 100%. Compassionate. Um, I'm going to have to go with uplifting. Uplifting. Yeah. That's, uh, I think those are, those are very accurate. I would yeah. say you have a good self you know, image, but let's kind of talk about how you kind of translate that into your onstage performance. Mm -hmm. So share what your talent was this season, local. So I did a jazz dance routine to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. All right. And what kind of went into the selection of the song, um, the choreography and the costume? What went into designing and creating this Mm -hmm. piece? I definitely wanted to have a number that was fun and that the audience members would recognize and love the song. Um, I remember at the Harvest Homecoming pageant, like Mm -hmm. a lot of people started clapping in the audience because everyone just loves that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Yes. So I was really just looking for something fun and that has to do a lot with my costume. It's blue, sparkly, fringy. Um, it's very sassy. Yes. You do a lot of hip swaying, mm-hmm. so the, the little things go whoosh, whoosh. Yes. Sassy jazz was always my favorite whenever oh, I did competitive I dance. Sure. That's so actually so true. I was happy to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> and then the song, Don't Stop Me Now, we were talking earlier, it does have to do a lot with my journey in the Miss mm-hmm. America organization of, you know, I've worked so hard to get here and nothing's going to stop me. So I was able to just really speak a lot into my jazz routine this year. Absolutely. And throughout your 13 locals to get to this point, we've Mm -hmm. seen you in a lot of different dresses. So kind of talk about some of those dresses and like why you picked them. Yes. So I originally started out 
with my prom dress. It's very pretty. <laughs> it was white. I loved it. It was just kind of the only dress I had at the moment, so it worked. And then I was able to get a black Sherry Hill dress. It eats, guys. Yes. I love it with the mermaid. It's just beautiful. Every time I want to get a new dress and change it, my mom's like, no, you're not doing that. It's too good. Well, <laughs> I think Diane this year is going to be like, we got to get a new gown for state. Oh, yes, of course. It's an off night. It can yes. still make the trip. It will be there for an off night. Absolutely. And then I also had a champagne colored dress for Harvest Homecoming this year. I really liked it. I liked it too. It just kind of washed my skin out. So we're not mm-hmm. using that anymore. And I finished the season in my black dress, but I have. Um, I have one dress that I haven't shown to the world yet, and then we'll have our state dress. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's guys, she's hiding it from me. Yeah. That's how you know it's a real secret. (laughs) Um, But what I love the most about your black dress is it's like you're like a different Catherine in that dress. Mm -hmm. You're like the most like fierce, flawless, amazing Catherine. Like you're always an amazing Catherine, but you're like fierce (laughs) and flawless in that dress. And I am, like, very – mermaids for me are very hit and miss. Mm-hmm. So, like, Elizabeth's Miss, Indi- Miss America gown, hit. Yes. Some of the ones that I see, straight misses. <laughs> Yours, hits. Well, it is you. such a good merman gown. And I think that you have the height and the figure that complements the dress very well. Very well. As well. Uh, I, just, I just love that dress. And me too. if you had like a dream color to wear, what like what color do you think is like the Catherine Selmer color? Mm-hmm. Definitely emerald green. I knew you were going to say emerald yes. green. How did I know? <laughs> I just, I never really thought it was my color. And then I started to ex- experiment more with colors. And it just really complements my skin tone, whether I have on self-tanner or not. And then mm-hmm. my hair and my, it makes my hazel eyes pop. So yeah. I just... I love green. I'm hoping that could be my color for state this year, but I'm also very open. I know. And you're, you've you always been a kind of, not like go with the flow, but you're always willing to try something new. And I think yes. that's why the pageant bug gripped onto you so hard yeah. because you were ready. <laughs> you were itching for something new. And I mean, you really just, you took it on and you just went for it, which mm-hmm. I absolutely love. And I think that you also have a very good scope of what works for you. And I think that the cha- the shift, which I, I mean, I loved the size demonstration. I will be the first to tell you <laughs> that I was downright obsessed with that. I also loved your matching set that you wore. That yes. wasn't it like a like a rose gold. Yeah. Oh, I loved mm-hmm. it. And I thought that was a very good compliment for you. But this routine this year, when I saw it at Harvest, because during like the rehearsals during Harvest, we would like sit on the front of the stage and watch each other. Yeah. And me and Meadow were sitting there like. Chest bumping like, don't stop me, don't stop me, don't stop me. Because Catherine was just giving us, she was giving us the drama. She was giving us the <laughs> sassiness. She was giving everything. And I just loved it. I think I think you hit it out of the park this year. Thank you. Um, do you think that you will change your routine, have it re-choreographed? Or do you think you may stick with the same piece but kind of ramp it up for state this year? Yes, yeah, so I am going to stick with the same piece Yay. but ramp it up a little bit. So I'm excited to add a little bit more flair. Who are you working with for your choreography? I'm going to be working with Hannah's mom, and I'm very excited. (laughs) Yay, dance mom, and... Yes. You know what? I could honestly record a whole episode talking about how much I love (laughs) dance mom, and... But that is not the focus today. uh, I'm so excited. She works absolute dance magic. I mean, have you seen her daughter? Like, she's crazy. Yeah, I'm very excited to work with her. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it. Oh, I'm I'm just itching. I'm (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, So we talked a little bit about it earlier, but let's kind of dive 
initiative into your service initiative because that's the new title for it. It's no longer social impact. It mm -hmm. is now called your service initiative. So talk a little bit about what your initiative is, kind of how you came up with it and kind of what you're using it to do. Mm -hmm. So my service initiative is called Great at Any Weight, and I started this to raise awareness on eating disorders through education. So during my freshman year of high school, I was diagnosed with multiple eating disorders, and I just truly felt so alone because mm -hmm. no one talked about it back then. It's still a topic not a lot of people like to share about, mm -hmm. but I feel like there's a lot more influencers on body positivity and eating disorder awareness now. So I just really felt like I was the only person in this world with a struggle. And I remember having to make up lies about where I was going um, to like tell my friends when I was actually going to therapy because mm -hmm. I felt really ashamed about it. So I knew that as soon as I was in a good spot mentally and physically that I wanted to start sharing my story. So I did that at age 16. I started my Instagram page, and I've just received so many positive messages from mm -hmm. so many people about saying how I've inspired them to choose recovery. And so I'm really happy that being involved in the Miss America organization, I've been able to um, amp up my service initiative and just do more work in the community. No, for sure. And you started this initiative before Miss America was even yeah. an inkling in your mind. Mm -hmm. So kind of talk about what you started using the Instagram and Facebook for at first and kind of what it has evolved to be now. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to share my story and recovery tips for anyone who was struggling um, mainly with just kind of my family and friends because you never know who is struggling. But then my Instagram page started to grow more. So I was reaching people from all over the state and in different states. Um, and my friend and I, we decided to host a body positivity workshop probably like two years into me having this Instagram page. And it was a hit. We had a lot of people come, but then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So whenever I joined the Miss America organization, I was like, okay, let's start this back up. So I go to Girl Scout troops and talk to them. I go to dance teams. I'm actually going to go talk to the Bulldogs over Yay! spring break. So go yeah, girls. that's what I do. I just talk to them about um, my story and why it matters to me, as well as how to have a healthy meal and healthy relationship with food and how to have a healthy relationship with yourself and working out. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw your page, I don't know when I came across it, but the thing that really stuck out to me was the like, it wasn't like recipes, but it was like the balanced meal things. Mm -hmm. I was like, I felt bad for so long. Like if I wanted something sweet after I yeah. ate and you would share ways to incorporate that into your meal. And you would also remind people that you don't have to feel guilty for mm -hmm. feeling full. Like that's yeah. not something to feel guilty about. And I've kind of struggled with eating disorders as well, still fighting mine, but we're making progress. Yeah, that's great. Um, but I think that you being so vocal about it is what is causing people to choose recovery mm -hmm. because you mentioned, especially mental health issues, eating disorders, things that are kind of correlated under that mental health umbrella. We're trying to kick a stigma, but there is still always going to be that taboo feeling about sharing something so deeply personal. Yeah. So what about like what at what point in your recovery did you feel like you had that kind of security and how you felt and and what you were going to say that you felt safe to say it? I don't know. I feel like I had been in recovery for maybe a year 
And I was honestly just kind of tired of it. I was like, I cannot continue to fight this battle every day. Like, I just want to be normal again. So that's, I really started to progress a lot more in my recovery because at first it was just such a battle and Mm -hmm. hard. So definitely I kind of just had a reality check of, I just, I don't want to continue to fight every single day. And it just made life a lot easier. I was Mm -hmm. able to just start eating what I liked, exercising when I wanted to. And I was just able to find a lot more balance in my life. Absolutely. And you mentioned your workshops. And obviously, a troop of Girl Scouts is very different than a high school dance team. Mm -hmm. So talk about what you like to do in these workshops. And what do you do to cater them towards the age demographic that you're working with that day? Yes. So in all of my workshops, I typically try to have some reflection questions just to get their brains thinking in the direction that I'm going to be talking about. So mm-hmm. before we talk about food and how to have a healthy relationship with food, I ask them, like, what are your favorite meals? Do you like to cook? Stuff like that. Just pretty basic stuff. Um, and with the older ages, I do get a little bit more into my story and details because if some random lady came into my Girl Scout troop when I was eight years old and started telling me about eating disorder, I'd get freaked out because I have no clue what that is. So Mm -hmm. I just, I'm a lot more just focusing on how to have a healthy relationship with yourself. And also like, since they may not be having those problems at that time, Mm -hmm. the resources that are available to them when they are struggling. And I'm sure also the signs as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, now that you're on this side of your recovery, you you look so much better. You're so much happier now. I can tell there was there was a shift from the Catherine I knew in high school to the Catherine that I'm sitting in the studio with right now. Um, But is there like what would be the one tip that regardless of someone's age, someone's gender, someone's point in their struggle or recovery, what is like that one tip that you would give to anybody? Mm -hmm. It would be to find the reason to recover. So like for mine was my family because Mm -hmm. in my first therapy appointment, my therapist wanted to send me to an outpatient treatment and there's really none of those in Indiana. So Mm -hmm. I was going to have to go out of state, but then she was able to talk to my parents and see how supportive they were. So anytime that I had struggles and just wanted to not face this challenge anymore, I just remembered my family. So whether it be your family or friends or just an event that you're looking forward to, finding something to make you remember why you want to recover is the most important thing. Yeah. And you mentioned, um, well, I'm going to go back to the workshops because I think they're such an incredible thing that you're doing. And even you started hosting these workshops before you even had a title. A lot of people wait to do those kind of events until they have the title to give themselves Mm -hmm. the traction to make people want to show up. But you were making people want to show up before you had a crown on your head, which just speaks volumes to what you're sharing um, and what you're trying to spread. Mm -hmm. Um, But are you hosting these workshops? Like, are you going to visit groups specifically or are you thinking of having open ones where it's like, this is the day, this is the place, sign up, I'll see you there kind of things. So I've recently like partnered with the Girl Scouts of Central Indiana Mm -hmm. and they're allowing me to go to the headquarters. Um, I have a few Sundays scheduled where troops will see like what I'm talking about and what badges they can get and they can sign up that way. So I'm excited for that because I was just kind of going to whatever troop wanted me that day. Um, And I'm also going to be doing a virtual workshop with around the topic of spring break because I know a lot of people start diets then. So So they can be good for summer. Yeah, to have the summer body that everyone talks about. Um, but so I, 
am hoping to do a few more virtual and hopefully an in-person one as well that's open to anyone. Absolutely. And back to Miss America's kind of repositioning, obviously, as a title holder who's trying to advocate for, you know, being comfortable in your own skin, um, not feeling guilty for eating, Mm -hmm. having, you know, the courage to continue even when it's hard. How when you heard these changes, how did you think that was going to affect your initiative, first of all? Um, I was just worried that I may not be I was presenting myself in a way that I hadn't planned on it because, Mm -hmm. you know, I do promote feeling confident in yourself and not changing your size Mm -hmm. to meet anyone's expectations. And, you know, it's inevitable. People have biases, (laughs) biases in their minds that skinny is healthy and someone who lives in a larger body that they're not healthy. So Mm -hmm. I think I just need to continue to preach the importance of that health can be achieved at every size. Yeah, and what are some ways, especially through social media and now that you have the platform of Miss Indiana South, what are some of the ways that you're going to kind of approach this, you know, a size 24 body can be just as healthy as a double zero body? Mm -hmm. So I often talk about this in the interview because I just think it's really valuable, but I've taken a lot of nutrition classes while I've been at IUPUI, and I've learned that two people can live the exact same lifestyle, eat the same, exercise the same, and one could weigh 20 pounds more. One could be completely different size. So I think, again, it's just important to remember that your genetics play a big role in how you look and that it's hard to be comfortable with how you look sometimes. And you don't always have to love the way that you look, but it's more about respecting yourself. Catherine, I'm just having a ball (laughs) sitting, talking to you, learning more and more about you every single day. When I think I know someone very well, they come in my podcast and they clearly show me that I need to be schooled, but we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, obviously, your journey at IEPUI in the form of scholarship and then also your successes in the Miss America organization. (laughs) Looking for a new way to get interactive with the Four Points podcast? Go ahead and check us out on the web at www.thefourpointspodcast.com to view exclusive content, including episode artifacts, to submit questions, and also to nominate a title holder to appear on my podcast. Again, online at www.thefourpointspodcast.com. Welcome back. This is the Four Points Podcast. And again, I am joined by Miss Indiana South, Catherine Selmer. Catherine, let's start talking about success. And the fact that you're in this room with me, I can just tell is just an absolute successful accolade for you because that means you're a title holder. Yes. So you mentioned it took 13 locals, lucky number 13, Mm -hmm, to get to this point. So kind of talk about, obviously, there's a lot of defeat with having to do so many locals, but there's also a lot of different successes that came from that experience. So kind of talk about the things and the things that you learned along the way and the things you collected along the way. I definitely learned something new at each local and just being able to interview and get different questions definitely helped me um, along the way of what more I could practice at. Um, but yeah, I think I just got more confident in myself and just really figured out what worked best for me. Absolutely. And along the way, you did place a couple of times. Yes. So where did you place and how did you place? Um, my first one this season was Miss Cardinal. I got first runner up at that. I and remember that. Yes. I was like losing my mind. Oh, I was so excited. And then I got first runner up at Miss Three Rivers Festival. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes. And then here you are now as Miss India. Yes. Um, So at this point um, in your Miss America journey, 
do you have a rough idea, ballpark, of what the scholarship total you've earned would be? I've earned about $800 with the Miss nice, America organization. Very, very yeah. That's so exciting. Yes. I, uh, I know. The scholarship is always the best. And, you know, you danced for a long time. So obviously you had some success there. So kind of talk about your experiences, your wins, your things like that while you danced. Yes. So one of my successes was being a co-captain <laughs> with Miss Maddie. <laughs> that was really exciting because I remember just getting into competitive dance. I worked really hard at just improving myself in any way that I could. And then to eventually become a captain was just yeah, really was amazing. Totally I remember getting the email and I was like, oh, I was like, okay. okay <laughs> um, and then just making the New Albany High School Bulldogs was a major success. Mm -hmm. I never imagined myself doing that. Jordan. But, you know, our team... So it, it looked really good. From high school to college, you now go to IUPUI, mm -hmm. um, and you've obviously been doing very well in your academics, especially if you know, you're know you on track to graduate and you're already accepted in and getting ready to start a master's program. Yes. So talk a little bit about why you picked IUPUI, a little bit more in depth about your major, and kind of what is inspiring you to follow the direction that you've chosen for your master's. Mm -hmm. I really liked IUPUI as being in the center of the city and just being able to experience things that I didn't get to experience in Sellersburg. Um, and I was originally an exercise science major. I was planning on becoming a physical therapist. I remember that. Yeah, because I knew that I liked to work out and I wanted to help people through working out and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I was always told growing up, like, oh, you're smart enough to be a doctor, so you will do that, which I do appreciate my parents <laughs> pushing you. me to be my best. But I knew that that was not the right path for me. I knew that I really wanted to help people who also had eating disorders. So I decided to switch to psychology because I thought that would give me the best background in mental health. Um, and I'm really glad that I did. I'm going to be graduating a whole year early. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just it's been a really great experience. Mm -hmm. And so your master's that you're going into kind of explain a little bit about the process that it took to get accepted for a master's program and kind of what that's going to look like for you in the next couple of years. So I haven't been accepted yet. Oh, we're working towards yes, it. Yes, we are working towards it. Um, I'm probably turning in my application this weekend. So I'm Stress. excited about that. Yeah, a little bit stressed. <laughs> um, but I will be applying at University of Louisville. So Good. I'll be back at home. And in my application, I've got to talk a lot about my leadership. So I've been able to talk about the Miss America organization and hosting my workshop. So it's nice to have two different points of my life coming together. And um, when you got into IUPY, was there any merit scholarships? Because you mentioned being really strong in academics, which is why your parents are like, you can be a doctor, yes. yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> but um, talk a little bit about um, what you received from IUPY, and you were part of a sorority as well. So about some of the leadership and scholarship things that were tied into those. Yeah. So I got accepted into IUPY as part of the Honors College. So I have the Chancellor's Honors College Scholarship. Um, so I have to complete honors credits each, each semester. It's been a really great experience, and I've definitely been able to do a lot of independent research on different aspects of eating disorders and what treatments mm -hmm. work best and everything. Um, when I was in FIMU, I was able to hold several different leadership positions, one being Panhellenic Delegate, where I was kind of like the liaison between FIMU and the rest of Panhellenic. So it was really nice to get to know people outside my organization as well. Um, 
And this past year, I studied abroad. Yeah. So I applied for a bunch of scholarships and I got them. And so my whole study abroad was paid for except for like half my plane ticket. So that was really exciting. Yeah. So I remember watching the Catherine's Journeys through Europe. But tell everyone about your study abroad program, what you went for and kind of where you went because Mm -hmm. you went a lot of places. And I was very jealous of one of them in particular because you lived out my Mamma Mia dreams. But that's besides the point. (laughs) So it really could not have worked out any other way. It was a study abroad in Greece and it was studying nutrition. So it was just like I've always wanted to go to Greece because I also love Mamma Mia. (laughs) And then getting to study something that I'm passionate about. So we stayed in downtown Athens for three weeks, and then we had excursions every weekend. And the one that everyone was very excited for was Santorini. So that was really fun to get to go there. And I just, uh, it was really a life-changing experience. If any of you listening have the opportunity to study abroad, do it. And you touched on this earlier, but I like to ask everybody outside of the job of Miss America, what is your dream job? Ooh, um, definitely being an eating disorder therapist. Um, so I will become a licensed clinical social worker after I graduate um, in my master's. And then I will have to do 3,000 supervised hours to become certified in eating disorder care. I love that. That's yeah. so in tune with you. And I love that what you're advocating for now is something that you want to continue, even mm-hmm. after this Miss America chapter of Catherine's life has closed. Yeah. Um, but I also want to hear more, a little bit more about IUPUI. Um, you're downtown, which is really cool. You've got the canal like right there. Yes. You're in a very urban kind of collegiate experience, which is very different than being on like a normal campus mm-hmm. that has the space and everything. So I kind of just want to hear more about what it's like to be an IUPUI student outside of the academics and also how do you feel about the school splitting because that's crazy touchy subject subject. (laughs) um you know like I mentioned earlier I love being an indie I'm such a foodie so my favorite thing is just trying new restaurants oh yes yes Mm. I know they have a winter fest right now so I was going to check it out I know I do devour is always the first week of class for us and it always happens to be my boyfriend and I's anniversary. Of course. So the last two years, we've been doing the Devour Indie menu and getting, like, five-star meals for, like, yes. 32 bucks. No, it's such a great deal, and it's a great way to support local businesses yes, as well. Um, so I love that aspect and love the canal. I love walking on the canal. Oh, no, I wish I was closer to the canal. It's so pretty. It is very, very pretty. That's another thing is just being able to walk everywhere. Because, I mean, in Sellersburg, I can walk to Walgreens. <laughs> I can walk to the Dollar General. I can yeah. walk to Walgreens. That's about all. That's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely a different campus. That's why I tell everyone when they consider IEPY, because it is a great school, but it's just different. There's a lot of commuters. So um, it was hard to meet friends at first. So that's why I'm very glad that I was in FIMU for two years, and I met some of my best friends ever. So you definitely just have to find ways to get involved. And it's not what I imagined for myself, but I'm glad that I did that. Um, And the split with IEPY. So I will be graduating with a Purdue degree because of how it works out. So I've always claimed to be a Boilermaker. It's just kind of, like, weird, though, because people who started, like, this year, I think, in my same major, we'll graduate with an IU degree. It doesn't really make sense to me, but 
it also doesn't really affect me that much since I'm leaving. So it's fine. I just think it's, (laughs) it was one of those things where it's like, that's really going to stink for recruiting people moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like the school mostly kind of associates with the IU side. I agree. I mean, also like the thing is, like you mentioned, everything is like IU. I don't have any Purdue shirts, even though I I will be a Purdue graduate. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Anyway, I guess we're going to settle that beef out off the air but when we come back we're gonna wrap this puppy up and talk about the big dog miss indiana welcome back it's the four points podcast and i am still joined by our miss indiana south Catherine selmer and Catherine, this is going to be your first trip to miss indiana yes (laughs) i'm sure there's probably a lot of emotions there's probably some nerves there's a lot of excitement and definitely like we were just talking like a thank goodness at least you know i'm going to be one of the people there this year yeah that's definitely i felt that last year for sure but so let's kind of talk about what about everything competition all of the service all of the other things that kind of go into that week what do you think you're most looking forward to I think there's really a lot to look forward to, but honestly, I'm really excited for the princess program (laughs) because my little cousin, Samantha, she was a princess at the Harvest Homecoming pageant, and she just loved it. So that was honestly one of the first things I thought about whenever I won Miss Indiana South. I was like, Samantha will get to hang out with me and be in the parade. So I'm just really excited to share that part of me with her, and Mm -hmm. I just know she'll be so excited for it. I'm sure. I like I. I mean, there was a picture of a little girl last year who did like the most like obnoxious thing when she got to the front of the stage. And it was actually the funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Like they eat it up. Yes. Like, they love it. They which do. Which I think is so funny. But I'm glad that that's what you're looking forward yeah. to. Um, when you look at the phases of competition now, obviously one of them has shifted mm-hmm. um, because the social initiative pitch is moving to the beginning of your interview so and it's replaced with fitness so with this new kind of layout of phases of competition which of them do you think you're most looking forward to um I would not imagine saying this this time last year but evening gown (gasps) I just Ah. I really feel really confident in myself in that moment on stage in my walk so I'm Mm -hmm. excited to continue to prep that and yeah, just show the world who I am. <laughs> that's so good because that's so true. Had I asked you that a year ago, you would have been like, ew, yeah. on stage, barf. Yeah. You probably would have said your talent because that was where you were the most comfortable, mm-hmm. um, which just that's uh, that's just so I just the growth, Catherine, the yes. growth is yeah. insanity. Um, and everyone kind of goes into state and this is something that you work on a lot with your directors and it's kind of like personal goals, whether that's, you know, winning a preliminary or being a non-finalist award or just having a good time. Obviously, there's a lot of thought that goes into setting goals for yourself, because if you don't set goals, you have no kind of way of like measuring your progress. And a goal doesn't have to be like a physical thing. Maybe it's an emotion or a moment you want to have. Have you started thinking about any goals that you want to set for yourself this year at State? Yes, I have. I mean, first and foremost, just being really present. That's just been a goal of mine in this New Year's to be present and grateful for what's in front of me. Um, So I will definitely continue to practice that through Miss Indiana Week. And award-wise, I would love to come home with the Newcomer Award, but I'm also not going to get down on myself if I don't because I truly believe whatever is meant to happen will happen. That's true. And just like last year, again, this year, we have a very large and very talented group of newcomers yeah. to state this year. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're part of that group this year. 
Um, Because I remember being part of it last year and I was like, wow, like these people have been in this organization just as much time as me. Why do I feel like they are leaps and bounds ahead of me? And there is honestly, you know, it's hard when you're at a state competition like that. There is comparisons that you're going to make to the people around you. And there's going to be a lot of strong feelings. How do you think, you know, because obviously Catherine deals with things different than I, Madeline, deal with things. So what is kind of your way to kind of if you start to let your mind drift or you start to get off pace, what's your way of recentering yourself? I I took a mindfulness 101 (laughs) class um, over Christmas break through IUPUI. And I honestly, I just took it because I thought it'd be easy, but I really learned a lot about myself and how I deal with things. Mm -hmm. So really just focusing on my breath, taking a step back and just reminding myself, you know, it's okay. You're allowed to feel. I think that's what's important is reminding yourself, don't tell yourself, don't cry. You're allowed to feel and just take a deep breath and remember all of the hard work that's led up to this. And I should be proud of myself no matter what. Absolutely. And I think even at this point, we haven't even hit state. We haven't even done kickoff. We haven't even spun the bingo wheel. Yeah. (laughs) But you already have so much to be proud of. And I literally am so proud of you. Thank you. And this, I, again, like we've talked a lot about your growth this year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of that comes with accepting what wasn't working and kind of repositioning yourself or trying something new or taking a leap of faith. And you, my dear, have leapt, leaps and bounds leapt. Like it's actually crazy. And, you know, from, you know, trying one preteen pageant back in, (laughs) what was it, like 2014, 2015, we looked like little baby sausages on that stage. Like we were struggling. (laughs) I like I saw the pictures and it makes me laugh so hard. I was like, oh, my gosh, look at those yeah. little losers. But <laughs> here we are now. We're like actual adults and, yeah. you know, things are changing. And, you know, there's a lot of things to look forward to. But there's a lot of things that also I understand being nervous about. So is there anything that when you're looking at this looking up this giant hill that is Miss Indiana, is there any bump along the way that you're worried about? Um, I guess it would just be having the confidence in myself to get through the week because while I do just try to remember all of the work I've done to get there, like you said, comparison, it's going to happen no mm-hmm. matter what. So I think I am nervous about that, but I also know that I can get through it. So I'm just excited to be able to spend the week with so many amazing women. I haven't even met all of them yet. So Exactly. And speaking of the amazing women, you have met a lot of them, though. Yes. Up to this point. So who... Like along the way, who are some of the people that you've really just become close with? Because I know you and I, obviously, we've known each other for Mm -hmm. a very long time and you and Elizabeth as well. And I think you can kind of credit your determination in this organization to her a little bit. But who are some of the other title holders who you've become really, really close with in this 13 local spanning journey? Yeah. Wow. There's a lot. (laughs) Definitely Chloe Klein. Yes. She's just really welcomed me in, and she's been a great friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lacey Freeman, of course. We love Lacey. Yeah. Lacey mentioned us in her farewell speech, and me and I Catherine know. about lost it. Yeah. I, that was almost my end game. I was like, you cannot do this to me right now. <laughs> I was like, Lacey, I know this is your moment, but come on. <laughs> yeah, she was just such a friendly person to have on oh, the day, where it's sure. just us three. Um, Gracie Roberts, you know, I got close with her at Harvest Homecoming, and mm-hmm. she's just a sweetheart. Um, Kylie Evans, Darby Johnson. There's definitely my mind's like blanking right now, <laughs> but there's so it's a loaded question. Yeah. Oh, Meadow. 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 Yes. Emma, who's now one of my sister queens, awesome. But and you have Ellie as your yes, team, which I is do. So iconic. I'm very excited. The Axums are 
literally my favorite people yes. ever because Emily was my like m- my Mew group buddy because she was one of the people right after me so yeah they're, they're awesome I also forgot someone Hannah Stombaugh she's my Hannah bestie Miss Elkhart County yes so proud of her she just recently won this is a additional pat on the back to you yes Hannah. and you know you've fought so hard for your spot in this organization and again I commend you beyond a reasonable doubt like it's absolutely (laughs) incredible but I'm sure that there are people out there who were in the position of Catherine last season where you were very doubtful you kind of wanted to give up or you didn't want to continue and you even Mm -hmm. had trouble starting so what would you say to Catherine a year ago or even somebody who's looking at this organization the way that you used to I would, this sounds so cliche, but truly don't give up because if this is something that you really want to invest your time in and you see that it's benefiting you, there's no reason to give up. You can't let the viewpoint of five people on a random day, you know, change how you view yourself and how much progress you're making. Mm -hmm. So just truly like find the reason, you know, like with eating disorder recovery, find the reason why you're wanting to do this and just let it, yeah, let it shine through. And what was that reason for you? I think really it's such a loaded question because there's so many different things. Uh But just getting to talk more about my service initiative is one of the main reasons why I'm very interested in this organization. And I was talking to Sydney Bridges one day and she made a really good point. She was like, you never know like who at a local needed to hear your story like maybe that's why you haven't won yet someone at the next local really needed to hear your story and for you to inspire them to recover so it's mm-hmm. stuff like that that I'm really keeps that me going. conversation probably came at banks then well we did a mock interview together yes when did you do that over christmas break oh my yeah goodness. her and juliana yeah she is she's so such sweet a light. she was my miss indiana roomie last Aww. year we had a we had a hoot of a time. We are two <laughs> funny gals. Two funny gals. She actually texted me earlier, and I still haven't looked. But Catherine, thank you so much for of making course. the little skip and leap from downtown to Southport yeah. to join me here today. <laughs> Before we go, go ahead and let everyone know where to find you, your title holder account, and your initiative on social media. Yes. So my title holder account is Miss Indiana underscore Miss Indiana South, and then for my service initiative. The username is great at any weight, but with periods in between each word. And you can also find me on Facebook at great at any weight. And then your personal Instagram? Catherine.Selmer. Catherine.Selmer. Yes. Well, <laughs> Catherine, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Not only for winning, because I finally get to have an excuse <laughs> to sit in a padded studio. This place is crazy. And talk to you. But also thank you for spending your time with me as a busy college student. Like, trust, I'm a busy college student, so I know what it's like. Of course. I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad that you had so much fun today. And thank you guys for listening. I look forward to chatting with you real soon.